I forgot an intro again. Oh. I, like, I, one of these times I want us to actually do a real intro. <laughs> well, before we can do a real intro, I think we need to come up with a real intro. We, yeah. Hola, podlings. It's Chris. And Bex. And this is the only part that we ever do consistently right. Huzzah! Huzzah! So, today we are doing a mini-sode, which I would love from now on to dub Tangent. Tangent! Oh, that is good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because this is... Because we constantly go tangent. on tangents, and all our mini-sodes are, what few we've had so far, they, they've all been tangents of the conversations we've had. True, true. So this one is a tangent based off of our Lizzie Borden episode that we just did, uh, because we started going on a tangent about the really intricate and cool floor plan layout of Lizzie Borden's home. Yes. Bizarre is the word I would use. No hallways. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. And then discussing my weird house set True. up which is and i'm just assuming there's quite a lot of houses that just have weird quirks about them i always wanted a secret bookshelf that opens up into it well and one of the I've, I've worked a show where i had to create uh, a bookshelf that opened on its own using like pneumatic pistons and stuff like that mm-hmm. which was super fun so i really want to build that I in my house i feel like i should like ask you about that because i had this really <gasps> brilliant idea of continuing on our tangent, tangent about thing. yeah um so my house like i said we turned that one room into a library yep we're running out of shelf space okay so my thought which i haven't brought up to my husband at all yet but my thought was why don't we buy bookshelves and put them on the outside of the room but design it for that door to be a hidden door yes yeah yeah and i think that we could totally get away with that because then you'd have an entire wall of books bookshelves yep and then you open up the one to go inside for a smaller room and then that smaller room like it's opens to a bigger room <laughs> well, there's, no, there's another smaller room inside called the closet <laughs> but it would be really it's bigger on the inside it would be but i think um, that would be so freaking dope yeah 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 totally uh biggest concerns off the top of my head is hinge and which way the door opens it and opens making words which is good that's helpful because then you don't have the oh, yeah that issue which is i'm picturing in my mind which is not translating well but yes hinging in is easier and making sure that you have heavy duty casters because books be heavy the trickiest bit would be if you want a latch of some sort which is and totally I doable. May not but. want to. It's just it just seems like such a fun idea to like. Oh yeah. Because then we would have all the bookshelf space we want. Yeah. It's just the bookshelves would be in the bedroom, which is not the worst thing in the world. No. Like, and then yeah, if we ever sold our house, none of that would come with us. It'd be like, and you have a secret bookshelf, and it's like we which, would like to charge an extra twenty thousand dollars for a house because we have the secret bookshelf. Hundred <laughs> percent selling feature. I would love it. Uh. I, I would never leave my bedroom. I'd be one of those weird people. Mm-hmm. Anyways, to get back on track. Yeah. Tangent. tangent. Anyway, uh, so the whole point of this episode is we were talking about Lindsay, Lizzie Borden's interesting floor plan. Yep. Which got us talking about a more, much more famous floor plan, mm-hmm. which is the Winchester House. Yes. So that's the episode we're going to do. And sorry, every time we say Winchester, I honestly just think supernatural. Yeah. So... 
That's not not the gun, but the, the Winchester the boys. Winchester boys. Yes. So, uh, spoiler alert: we're like super we're natural geeks. fans. Yeah. <laughs> just just laying that out there. Yeah. So just a quick rundown on what the Winchester house is. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Winchester um, married. She married into the Winchester family. Yeah. And uh, when her husband passed, a, she went to a psychic or a, a um, medium, which was really popular at the time. Yeah. It was a common sort of thing. And that medium told her to move across the country. And if she didn't live in a house that was sort of constantly changing and being added to, she would be haunted by the victims of people who died by the Winchester rifle. Now, this was just, this is part of the legend, right? It's not a confirmed thing. Like, the, there's, yeah. it's interesting how, how joined together her actual history and the legend of her house are. Like, you yeah. cannot really separate fact from fiction. Oh, yeah. No, it's all, it's all very fascinating. Yeah. Um, just as a reference, so when her husband passed, she was left $20 million, which in today's money is about $500 million. Uh, and 50% of the Winchester Arms Company, which would, in today's money, be $27,000 a day earnings. Which is basically a minimum wage earner nowadays. So if per, you, per, per day. Yeah. 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 So, lady was loaded. Pun intended. But wow. bunch. Yes. Oh, I, I even wrote that in my notes. So oh my god, forget. so you did. I, I did. I have a printout of yours by accident, and there it is. Yep, pun intended. Huzzah. Anyway, <laughs> so she she moved from Connecticut to California and bought a little farmhouse that ended to be a seven-story mansion. Yeah, and this started out as... I might be wrong on my remembering because I didn't print that part out, but I'm pretty sure it started out as a two-bedroom, one-kitchen, one-bathroom situation. Right. It might have actually been an outhouse to start with. <laughs> so, so one kitchen, and it ended with six kitchens. How many? Oh, I, I yeah. have, I have the stats. The building and your stats are slightly wrong. Oh no! Yeah, and it's and well, okay, Ra- correct no, me. Rattle it off, and I'll correct oh, at the end. Oh, Nelly. Okay, so I have in my stats twenty-four thousand square feet, ten thousand windows, two thousand doors. Can you imagine the window washing? Oh, that would have been like poor Lizzie Borden's. Oh yes, because yeah. she was throwing Maggie. <laughs> yeah, Maggie was Maggie throwing up Maggie. between the windows. <laughs> now she has to do that many. She, oh, uh, two thousand doors, one hundred and sixty rooms, fifty-two skylights, forty-seven stairways and fireplaces, seventeen chimneys, six kitchens, two basements, three elevators, and a partridge in a pear tree. Six kitchens baffles me. Like, that's a lot of kitchens. I mean, I would be down with a second kitchen. Or just, like, one massive unit. Oh, see, I'm, I'm more in the second kitchen because my husband and I disagree with how the kitchen, like... <laughs> the layout. The layout of the kitchen. I want an island. I want a galley. Exactly. So <laughs> if we could each have our own kitchens, okay. then, then but I'm she, down with well, that. Well, she didn't live alone alone, but she did live alone with all her many, many construction yeah. workers, 
guests and helpers and maids and oh my gosh she had such a plethora of people anyways so getting on topic to what i was saying you are off on the amount of rooms by one Uh. because in 2015 a newly discovered hidden room was found in the attic of the house right yes 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 yes. preservationists of the house said it contains a victorian sofa several paintings a dress form and a pump organ i Finding a pump organ, because I don't think those are small. No, um, well, they can be, um, but I'm assuming it was not for that era. Like, the pump right. organ that my husband inherited was quite he small. inherited a pump organ. Cool. Well, yeah, it was an electric pump organ. Okay, right, right, right. So it had a bladder inside of it still, but... Yeah. Was... Sorry, I'm picturing... My husband uh, you're work... thinking of, like, da-da-da. My husband works in a concert hall that has, like, a massive pipe organ, and so that's what's in my mind. Yeah, well, if you're thinking... Yeah, pipe organ's a little different than pump organ. Pump organs can be, like, three feet across. They can be quite tiny. Okay, okay, fine then. So they believe that this room may have been boarded up after the 1906 earthquake. Right. Which... We will get to. Yep. And then Sarah boarded up many of the rooms after the earthquake, and this is just likely one of them. Uh, the fun thing is, is that this house, to this day, people are still exploring it and finding new things because it's just such a massive undertaking to catalog every little thing, every oh, nook yeah. and cranny. Like, there's stairs that go nowhere. There's doors that open to dead drops outside. Like, it's just crazy they if i and this is another one of those things that similar to the lizzie borden thing it seems like accounts vary depending on who you talk to so some people stated that it got to this level of confusion because she was constantly changing out contractors and people who were working whereas other people said that no i mean i was employed by her constantly throughout the x how many years yeah Um, 38 years 38 years non-stop construction yeah, my my theory is that the medium that uh, she was chatting with had a relative in the uh, contractor industry and uh, setting them for life. Yeah, oh, and the easiest explanation for because there's a lot of people that said, oh, she never let people see the completed project or finished projects. Most of the accounts, like the more plausible accounts, are many of them did see completion to their particular project yeah um but because this was 38 years of continuous work people went on vacation people quit their jobs people got fired it was just because it was a continuously working job over the span of 38 years yeah there would be dozens of people that weren't on the project for one reason or another for the consistent time yeah it's like lives sorry we didn't shackle you to the door and be like you're not done this section till you're dead yeah 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 um one of my favorite little tidbits i've got a couple of favorite little tidbits this one actually hurt my soul a little bit (laughs) there's a couple that the house is predominantly made of redwood as that was her favorite wood but okay now this is what i don't understand it stated that it was her favorite wood, but she didn't like the look of it, so they repainted it and painted a faux grain over it. And the look on your face right now is exactly <laughs> what I'm picturing in my soul, and it's like, why? Why would you fake wood grain on wood grain? I don't I don't understand. Yeah, why? I don't... Although that reminds me, were you part of... I don't know who's watching this with me, but I watched a YouTube video where a lady learns the technique of making faux wood grain. Okay, yes. Yeah, because she decided to make it for all the floorboards in her... Like, she's restoring a... I must have... This must not have been you the more I'm talking about it. Um, But she's restoring an old English castle. And one of the original things was that they found the original floorboards. And the original floorboards they thought were wood, but it turned out it was this... Uh, special technique which was very popular in the 1800s so she went and learned how to do it so she could do all the baseboards in her house oh yeah that's in her castle yeah yeah. so i'm wondering if that's 
what what it what might have been. Yeah. But at the same time, why then wouldn't you just take shitty wood yeah. and do it to the shitty wood? Exactly. Like, why I mean, would you... I've painted enough through my career. I have painted enough fake wood grain. Like, can you even and, do redwood anymore? Like, isn't it endangered? No, I don't Or certain species know. of it might be endangered? Oh, quite possibly. You can't get real wood furniture anymore. It's all glue and glue sawdust. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Just, you're right. That does hurt my heart. It that's hurts painful. my soul. That is painful. Like, why? Why? Then again, there's um one of the fireplaces was painted over too and underneath it i think it was a complete copper fireplace Ooh! but it was painted over sad i don't know if she did that or if it was the people that purchased the house, the house. afterwards to put right. it as an attraction but yeah which oh. is an interesting thing because that house how much was spent on that house oh. it was millions of dollars yeah. and it got sold for like, like a paltry nothing. 190 thousand at the most it was like Somewhere, I don't have that note, but it was between $126,000 and $198,000. It was yeah. sold for almost nothing. Yeah. I have, I have here that in today's money, she would have spent $71 million, Yeah, and it which, sold for under $200,000. Yeah, because it was deemed Too useless. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but now, you can get married there, which I 100% would. Oh, God. Yeah. That would be intense. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, because she has a... Like, she has a bunch of, and I've seen pictures of them, too. She has a bunch of gardens, and are they called terrariums? What are they called? I do not know. The, the indoor gardens. I'm drawing a blank on it. Anyway, oh. she's got, like, four or five of those in the, there, and they're all quite lovely. And, yeah. again, tons of glass, so, like, you could probably look at at least a thousand pieces of glass or windows or anything like that in those spaces. Can I, can I talk about glass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, shocking to no one, I kind of, I went on a bit of a glass tangent. So, Oh, yeah. I'm, you don't like glass. No. And I, I rabbit hole just a little bit <laughs> down the stained glass train. Okay. So, she had... Through the looking glass? Oh, through the... Exactly. Yeah. She had quite a lot of stained glass. And actually, that's like, if you do the tour, there's a stained glass room. Some of them uh, were actually designed by Tiffany. Atrium. That's the word I was there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, by Tiffany Ala, you know, Tiffany Glass. Uh, and oh, yeah. And she designed one of them, one of the more prominent ones. It was a spider web. And I looked it up. You can see pictures of that. So it's a spider web um, with this lovely sort of border around it and circles throughout and there are 13 circles and the number 13 is carried oh, yeah. on she's obsessed with the number 13 yes 13 doorknobs uh 13 bolts in a door the number 13 is everywhere in that house oh yeah the one of the ones that tiffany designed it's was designed to give a specific rainbow effect when the sun came through it and they mounted it on an interior wall so it would never see the sun again hurt my soul wait yep Oh, yeah. It was designed for the sun, but they don't see the sun. Doesn't see the sun. Oh, my God. Well, and that was another thing of the building. Oftentimes, there would be an exterior wall, and then they'd build another room outside of it, so there, there would be multiple exterior walls, because they just kept adding and adding and adding. Oh, yeah. There is a Canada connection. There was this one stained glass piece that was sort of like daisies, and... They didn't know where it came from. They had some suspicions, but as recently as 2019, they solved that mystery as to where those stained glass panels with that specific daisy design, because there was a few of them where they came from. In, how do you pronounce it? Craterock? 
Craig de Rock? Craig de Rock. Craig de Rock Castle on Vancouver Island, which I went to on my honeymoon. And I was there like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love Craig de Rock. It's a beautiful old castle. The woodwork in it is just... Oh, yeah, it's all they nice did not, dark wood. They did not paint over fake wood grain. I can tell you that much. They had a very similar panel. And they didn't know where it came from either. Like a very similar design panel with the same sort of daisies and the same sort of like abstracty really background. Need to go back. There. I know, me too. <laughs> Uh, and so they were trying to, because they had made the connection between those two, like the two buildings knew that they were made by the same people and they had suspected that it was from the Pacific Glass Company in San Francisco because of similar designs. And they had actually tracked that the Pacific Glass Company sent a shipment of panels to Vancouver Island in the last months of the Craig Durock, Craig Craig Durock. Yep, Craig Durock Castle being built. So they kind of figured it would be the same. Oh, probably. (laughs) So after they found out, the day after they found out about that glass shipment that happened in like the 1800s, the very next day, someone in the Winchester house who was uh, restoring it had pulled back some plaster from the wall. And in behind the plaster of the wall, they found an envelope from 1894 that had the Pacific Glass logo on it. Like the very next day. Perfect. Tying it all together in a nice little happy bow. Amazing. You know what you should do? You should send me a picture of what that daisy looks like. Yeah. And I will go back through my recent photos of Craig Rock because I took a bunch of photos and see if I can find that. And if I can, I'll put it on our Instagram. Sweet. There you go. So that was my stained glass rabbit hole, which made me happy. Amazing. See, now, if we were doing an art piece for this, I'd strongly want to do daisies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. It was a lovely piece. But this is a mini-sews, hashtag, tangent. (laughs) Yeah. And I've already failed at the craft for our next episode. It's... I have pieces of it ready to go, but not assembled. And, oh, my God, why did I commit to something like that? Because it's multiple pieces of art together, and it's like, I've made myself too big of a project i'm still gonna do it i'm excited (laughs) mine i had a big idea and i failed and then i retried it and i failed it's a big idea that's gonna be about a yay big (laughs) six inch square (laughs) lovely all right so anyway meanwhile back on the ranch what else can we talk about 1904 earthquake yes the earthquake uh uh, is it 1904? That's what I have in my notes. I have 1906. Oh. Interesting. Mike said that in 1906, there was a great San Francisco earthquake that caused three of the floors yeah. to collapse. Okay. Mine says 19... I'm going to actually Google right now as we're talking. All right. So I'm going to fill so in the space. So you fill in while I... A 1900 postcard of the place shows a tower that was later toppled by a natural disaster. The tower, plus several other rooms destroyed in the disaster were never rebuilt, but were cordoned off instead. As for Sarah, she was safe, but stuck in her daisy bedroom for several days. Ooh. It's named for the floral motif of its windows, the daisy hey! that, that we just talked about. So that's interesting that those pieces of glass survived. survived. I know. Uh, she six. had to be dug out by her <gasps> staff as the entrance was blocked off by rubble. Oh no. It was 1906. My notes are garbage. Okay. Interesting. I, that would be scary as hell. Oh, God, yeah. And it's not like you have made your house particularly... Sound? <laughs> well, easily accessible. No, because you've got your many exterior walls that have become interior walls. walls. And so all the... exterior walls are made differently than interior walls. They're usually made with thicker, stronger materials. Yeah. Uh, so that stuff collapsing is 
well, interesting. And <laughs> even, I mean, she also slept in different rooms nightly. Yeah, so, so knowing where she was, if there wasn't... I assume she would have staff helping her to bed at that time, perhaps? I, I, I don't know. But yes, like, because that was another thing, is she never slept in the same room, like, two nights in a row. So how would you know where she was? They have to... Like, she has she to tell has somebody. To. Yeah. Because otherwise, that would just be a shot in the dark going, which room is she in? I don't know. We have... <sighs> 161 of them who knows well at that time more in theory well yes technically in theory it might have been more because she had more because she was building up Uh, and then after the earthquake she only built outward yes because she was afraid of that ever happening to her again justifiably so reason you were literally buried alive for Uh, a bit yeah the 1906 i'm sure there's interesting stories about that earthquake oh yeah anyway Possible tangent, just saying. What other interesting things? Uh, I have one to do with the symbols specifically. Ooh. So obviously a lot of people were thinking based on the legend that she was building all these things and all the symbols, like the 13 of everything. And mm-hmm. uh, there's like literal sigils and puzzles and all that stuff. A lot of people thought that was for ghosts. Some alternate right. theories suggest that the perplexing design was a way for Sarah to create puzzles that were inspired by English philosopher Francis Bacon because she enjoyed him. And there was a connection to do with her husband where he also enjoyed puzzles. So she did it oh. out of love of her husband. Okay. Um, and then there's another one where the speculation of the clues in the house, the true meaning, because there's uh, some hidden meetings in the ballroom. There's some Shakespeare in the windows and the iron yep. gates. Um, that these are all suggestive of Sarah being a part of a mystic society like the... <laughs> I'm going to butcher this very badly. Rosicrucians or a secret society like the Freemasons or possibly both. That's fascinating. Like, can you imagine that? For one thing, I have a hard time seeing Freemasons because Freemasons were uh, pretty anti-feminist. Or yeah, just, it was a boys club. Yeah, it was a boys yeah. club. So I just, I can't see her being part of that one. And I don't know anything about the other one, but it's kind of interesting to I, think, was she part of a cult or something? <laughs> All else fails, blame a cult. Yeah. Really, that's just... So far... Most of the things we could have covered could be blamed on a cult. Hey, if you try hard enough, I'm sure anything could be. Yeah, it's the same thing. Conspiracies, you can connect them all together. Harrison Ford, callback. You know, Harrison Ford on a plane. And, oh, and oh, the, right, and, right, and right, right. Carrie, like Carrie Fisher on a plane. On a plane, the Star the Wars Star conspiracy. Wars conspiracy. forgot about that. That's right. We gotta tie. We gotta develop that one a bit more. I think. Yep. Well, we keep. Well, so far we brought back a couple things from a couple things. We're gonna have to like. We're gonna have one of those boards that you see in like the detective shows that have all of the the pictures and the red string. (laughs) That's going on in my mind right now. (laughs) You're just a ball of red string in your brain. Just generally. (laughs) And a cat's playing with it. It's all tangled. That's my brain. (laughs) (laughs) I find it weird that one of the things I read was that there's only one known photo of the widow winchester i was like i've oh. seen multiple i feel well is, is it one of those things similar to like lizzie borden where a lot of the photos or the pictures that are attributed to her are not actually her it's that's possible. happened with a number of it's historical possible. figures oh and i do have a list of her uh servants so she had 18 servants 18 gardeners and then you know a multitude of construction workers so she was never actually alone right and but oddly there's apparently only one photo of her when she i guess from when she moved into this right home because she was so reclusive going i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out again i know that there is no logic to be had oh, in had this a seance room. she had a seance room yeah she had a seance room sweet when i was a kid i was totally into 
the Ouija, into Ouija boards. And to, but we didn't actually own one, so me and my friends kept making our own Ouija board and using like a like a clear cassette tape as the planchette. Oh, that is so and we 80s. Like, I love it. I know. And we put like a we like markered out a circle in the middle of the cassette tape sort of case so that you could see exactly which. Oh yeah. yeah. Did it work? Well, I mean, like as far as Ouija as far boards as actually work, it moves. <laughs> we had like probably a pizza box and a. Cassette this sounds tape. like the best Ouija board ever invented. Ever. Ever. So, <laughs> that's but, how I But rolled. she did legit have a seance room because that was a big part of her legend too. Because right. as she was, like, every night she would be in her seance room. Right. Like, that was just a thing she did. So she really, really believed in the spiritual side of things. Yeah. She really believed in ghosts. She really believed that she could talk to her husband. Um, so, and I think that's part of what bore the legend of her house and her mystique and everything was that because she fully believed it, because she was a recluse, because she was a bit of a different kind of person, it just added to the whole atmosphere and ambiance of her legend. And you know what? If I was earning $27,000 a day just for existing, yeah, I'd go, I, I'd, uh, I feel like that lends the same credence that, like, with more money comes more peculiarity. But you definitely have the capability to explore your particular pe- peculiarities yeah. without any apprehension or any holding yeah, like, back. Yeah, like, who cares? Like, what's who stopping cares? you? Just become a complete batshit crazy weirdo. No one cares. I wonder how the economy of her town changed once she passed. Yeah, well, I actually wondered where did her money go after she passed. Well, she did. Uh, she did um, give a chunk to a relative, to a niece, I believe. Okay. And uh, so she had a will, and because th- you don't the really money hear went... about Winchester too much anymore, other than in the classical no. sense of the Winchester, and then like supernatural and all that. But yeah. you don't hear about it being an active living company. Yeah. Well, I, I and mean, it might be. It might be. I'm not a gun I person. Didn't bother so researching I don't know. that. Maybe it's, it's still there you active. Go. Um, but yeah, she, she gave the bulk of her money to, I believe her niece, but her house wasn't actually listed in her will at all. No, which is why it got sold to, to the, yeah. whoever it was that bought it for yeah. that under 200 K and they turned it into a attraction, which it is to this day. Yeah. Uh, it took weeks and weeks of round the clock moving companies to get everything out of that house. Oh my God. Uh, I never even thought of that. I just yeah. kind of assumed they just leave everything in no, there. No, no. They took it all out. Which I can't imagine. Can't imagine being those poor. Like, imagine trying to move a couch from like the fourth floor. It's like, let's use this staircase, and then they're gone and, and lost for a week. Exactly. You find them all like I'm dehydrated. Oh. Yeah. It's like use this elevator. Nope. nope. This elevator leads no. to the basement of hell. I love the fact that there were elevators. A friend of mine growing up had an elevator in her house. I knew someone had an elevator yeah. too. It's so weird. And it was, it was. They never used it, but they had bought the house for someone tiny who. Was it big? It was, it was small enough for a single person because the person who owned that house prior had okay. mobility uh, issues, yeah. and so they needed it I've to get to that. Yeah, it's very claustrophobic in it those is, ones. Yeah, and it scares me because it's if those stop working, oh no, like, like there's not even a lot of space to like sit down or anything. Like oh. you could, but it'd be like you can't put your legs out. I assume, I, I assume they're in a wheelchair. So yeah, it would well, be sitting down. It, yeah, it's like literally it's big enough to, <laughs> to sit to, someone just, in a wheelchair. And, and then, heaven forbid you get a bigger wheelchair. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. how you would fit anything else in there. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. One of the other things I don't understand, because I mean, I guess she slept in different rooms every night, but she also insisted on the construction happening around the clock. 
Mm-hmm. So there were like so that might shifts be why of people. she moved around too. Yeah. Is because if they're working in a certain area, she could hear it. So Possibly. she went to a different wing. Yeah, I would. You have enough of them. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I think I'm I'm going through my notes. I think that's uh, most of mine, except for as we've already established, my notes were garbage. <laughs> but uh, there was one place that I went, and they claimed. And I fact-checked them on that. They claimed there are more panes of glass in this house than the Empire State Building. I disagree. <laughs> My Google foo claims otherwise. Because they say that there are 10,000 panes of glass in the house. But Google says that there are 26,000 in the panes of glass in the Empire State Building. But 6,514 windows. So they're using different metrics. They're saying windows for the... Empire State Building, whereas the other one's panes of glass. So if you have like well, a French got, door that's got yeah. nine panes of and glass or whatever. She has panes of glass that are literally just hanging from the ceiling in certain rooms. They're exactly. not actually windows. They're just there. Yeah. So I think that they're using different metrics and that is not a fair comparison. No. And I'm out. <laughs> that's my rant. She just threw the paper up and she's walking out now. It's like, <laughs> hey. Bye. This, this is the awkward no. ending. She just like throws a fit about it. It's like... These facts are totally fucked. Totally garbage. <laughs> yeah.